birds flying high you know how i feel sun in the sky you know how i feel breeze drifting on by you know how i feel it's a new dawn it's a new day it's a new life for me and i'm feeling good birds flying high you know we're flying high What's going on, party people? Welcome to a very special episode of uh, O Town Dreamers. Dreamers. We are here. Uh, typically, we're above, we're upstairs at Pilar's, but this time we are downstairs at Pilar's. We're actually in Pilar's. And as you can hear, all around us, we are outside. We have the ambient noises of the people going by, the the musicians in there singing their hearts out, and uh, some guests coming and going. And they'll be talking to us tonight and with for you guys. That was in English. They'll be talking with us about Orlando and entertainment in Orlando. I know we're doing live, live from Pilar's right now. Erica and Shannon are sitting with us because we're just we're hanging out at Pilar's and it's going to be a great time. Yes. Yeah. So before we begin, do you want to tell uh, all the people why we're here? Of course. Uh, so the mission of the O Town Dreamers podcast is to inspire any and all performers. Um, at, at that stage where they want to make it a living. And we want to show you guys that it is realistic to make performing your career, and you can absolutely do it. And you don't have to go to L.A. or New York to uh, achieve your dream of being a performer as your career. You can actually come to, right here to O-Town, Orlando, and uh, we're here to show you how to do that and how to make that a reality. And you can also use it, use it as a base. That's a big thing we say. You can use it as a base because it's great to have meet connections, train, and Erica's taking pictures of us right now, and it's the best. <laughs> so before we begin, uh, let's do some O-Town news. All right. Want to sing it? Orlando news. It's beautiful every time. Um, so the biggest, uh, the, the, the first piece of news we want to throw at you is uh, finally the auditions were postponed again and again because of busyness and then the hurricane hit. Um, but yeah, the um, finally Entertainment Central uh, Productions is, they do Sing It, they do Ragtime Gals, they do Frog Choir, they do corporate events, they do, they're the agent for my band. Um, they do a whole bunch of stuff and they're finally having auditions on September 26th from 10 to 3 p.m. at Spotlight Dance Center in uh, Orlando. And you can email them for a slot to audition for these shows at vocalistsaudition at gmail.com. That's vocalists with an S, audition at gmail.com. Email them your resume and headshot, and that will get you a uh, audition time. Oh, I forgot to mention one other thing. Uh, bring a pop song of your choice. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a cappella, so just know a pop song that's your favorite and dress poppy. And that's also, but also have, a, have a backup song because uh, a lot of times, me specifically, will also ask for a musical theater song as well. Um, so Boom, there you go. Have a couple songs. It's going to be fun. going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Hurricane Dorian just happened. 
Yeah, so we were off for a week, guys. Um, we didn't release an episode last week because Hurricane Dorian uh, was was coming our way, but luckily, thankfully, it uh, missed us um, and it, it headed north. Um, all of our thoughts and prayers go out to the Bahamas because uh, they were greatly affected by Hurricane Dorian. So anything you guys can do to uh, help out that relief effort, we highly encourage. But a lot of but a lot of people don't really understand like what what a lot of performers do at theme parks when we're uh, when there's like a hurricane. Mm-hmm. So like there's <laughs> Eric and Shannon reporting to the drinks. We drink. No, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, there's there's another huge level to this where um, there's a, a, a ride out crew where they'll yeah. actually go out to diff- the different resorts. Like they're 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 from the company like the Disney and Universal all those places, and they mm-hmm. go to the resorts and they just. They, I think they, uh, sh- oh. oh, again, you can hear open mic night happening right now. Hey, Shannon. Hey. You're here. Want to talk to the mic? I'm here. Um, so you've been a part of the rideout crew before, right? I have not. Yes, you have. When they asked you to come. They've asked me to, and I but you turned never them did. down. Well, do, okay, but do, <laughs> you turned them down. That's good. Yeah. We're all supportive here. Um, do you? But so, but were they going to put you up in a room, like if for the for that night, or what was going to happen? No, there would be nap time in the green room, most likely, um, depending on who you are and what person you are. Like I believe, if the people from the orchestra were to stay, they would probably get a room. But I think if you're a lowly equity performer, you get the the cot in your green room. Lowly your equity, equity performer. Equity required cot. Equity I don't really mean that. Um, yeah, no, the, we have couches and things in our green room, and they give us time to rest. But I think that they they treat their people pretty well. Yeah. I actually don't know if they would give me a room. I was just making that up. Well, Erica, and this is your first. Is this your first, like, hur- like hur- hurricane? I was here for Irma, but I. Often- you can move it closer to if you want. There we go. There we go. Boom. Um, I was here for Irma, but I had opted out of Ride Out Crew. I can't remember why I opted out of that. Because I was at the time a lifeguard. Oh, that's and right. And it was just, they wanted me to do, I'm not really sure what exactly they wanted me to do. They just kind of wanted us to like roam around and pretty much just kind of do children's activities, and like, which I love. But so you opted out because you hate children. No, I didn't opt out because I hate children. I think I opted you heard out because I was. Post. I know. I think I was a little scared. It was my first hurricane, and sure. I kind of wanted to be. I actually flew home, so I was like nervous to be mm-hmm. alone without a family here okay. to do a, hermit, a major hurricane. A hermit, a hermit cane. Hermit cane. Hermit cane. <laughs> the nice hermit thing cane. about Central Florida and living here is that the hurricanes tend to, when they do come here. We're lucky enough that there's a little bit of land before it gets to us so that it, the hurricane weakens by the time it gets to us. So there's that for anyone that feels like, wait, wait, Florida has hurricanes, right? Why would I move there? It, they tend to weaken as they go more inland towards us. Right. So yeah. um, people who aren't us and people who are better than us, thanks for being on the ride out crew. Yeah, I've never I been asked, it. but I think I would absolutely do it just for the would experience. Would you sign up for it ahead of time? You People do? get, like, excited about it. It's I, From what I gather, it's, like, pretty fun. So mm. if you're up for it and you feel like like being a part of that entertainment, it's great. I mean, for me, when they called me, they called and said, hey, you have the option to come to work tomorrow or not come to work. If you come to work, you'll have to stay for probably the better part of, like, 12 or 14 hours, and you can just go back and forth and sing in the lobby for people with the piano player and then go rest and then come out and sing again. And for, for me, I just wanted to be with my 
husband and my dogs, and right. so I chose yeah. not to do that. But I think it's it seems like it's probably a lot of fun if you're. I feel like that would be fun. I feel like having the opportunity to like sing for all of these yeah. people in the lobby, and, yeah. you know, with the piano. I think that if you got if I got called to do that, I'd be like, you know what, cool. I would do that for 15 yeah. hours. Yeah. But I don't know if I would run around in a lifeguard outfit. Yeah, no. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't run around in the lifeguard outfit and <laughs> not a hurricane. So. Um. So uh, we are here uh, outside of Pilar's, kind of right next to Pilar's for their open mic night. We partnered up with them, and uh, they're you know we're gonna have some random people come in all night. Uh, the whole thing about Pilar's open mic night is it's all very. Um, it, it's like a huge base or like hub for you know Orlando performers to get together or Central Florida performers to get together, uh, just have fun, sing, have a you know have a drink, do all those kind of things. Uh, it's also a fun place, uh, you know, if they're doing a show next door, which is right now they're doing Ragtime, which I hear is very good. It's the Garden Theater, yeah. The, the Garden Theater, yeah. Um, uh, a lot of people, a lot of times they just come over after the show and then they can join in on the musical theater fun. Right. Um, so, yeah, big thanks uh, to Polaris for partnering up with us. And then uh, it'll be a random night, and I don't know what's going to happen because we actually planned nothing. We're showing up, and we're going to see what happens. It's an experiment. We like to experiment here at O-Town Dreamers, like to shake it up, want to give you something different. Yeah. Because um, that's, that's going to be good for the growth of the podcast. And, by the way, we love all of the, the feedback and appreciation we've gotten. We should talk. We'll just, I want to shout her out because she, uh, uh, Rebecca. Rebecca. At, at, at Rebecca, whoever that is. Uh, first of all, she's a writer. She was so eloquent with her words, but she gave us a really nice review. So, um, Rebecca, at Rebecca, if, uh, if you're listening, thank you so much, Rebecca. You were. She gave us our first iTunes review. I know. Five so, stars. So cool. Thank you so much, Rebecca. I appreciate it. All right, but we've talked to them already tonight, um, but I guess we should let them introduce themselves. Who are they? Um, uh, Shannon, you want to start? Hi, I'm Shannon. Yeah. The Shannon, Shannon Starkey. The Shannon Starkey. That's right. Uh, just to. Tell us two sentences about two sentences about yourself. Go ahead. Um, I work full time at Walt Disney World. I'm friends with Rose Petal at the Perfectly Princess Tea Party, and I've been there for ten years. And I studied musical theater at the American Music and Dramatic Academy in New York City. Wow! And also, you were at Berkeley for a short time too. Hmm? You were at Berkeley for a short, short I was. time. Too. I went to Berkeley for a year and studied vocal jazz, and then I transferred to AMDA from there. Vocal jazz. You know, yeah. it was just the theory was too much for me. They really <laughs> drive it in about reading music and theory, which now looking back, I wish I had stayed on and paid more attention and learned to play piano and learned to read music um, because I think that would have helped me with other things, particularly like session work. We have a lot of session work here in Orlando, and if I had continued to learn to read music, and sight read, I would be getting more session work. So kids, <laughs> learn to read music and you will get session work, which pays a lot of money. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. that's a good tip. It's yeah. a great way to make money. Stay with uh, learning, learning uh, music. Erica? Uh, hi, I'm Erica. <laughs> I am... And that's Erica, everybody. <laughs> and that's me, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Um, I work over at the Move It, Shake It, Mask, a Dance It Street Party in the Magic Kingdom as a vocalist. Um, I studied at Montclair State University for musical theater, um, and I too can't read music. Not <laughs> I, Pat Burns and David Dabin. I'm very sorry. 
It took five years, and I still can't do it. So it's so really, no really. No session work for you either. So no session work for me either. So just I'm gonna have to. Uh, all the live gigs. All, <laughs> all the traveling gigs. I try the best that I can, but it really is. It was, it was something I definitely struggled with. So I, I resonate on that. I heard it's a very big uh, uh, prerequisite to learning the Voices of Liberty show. Oh, yeah. Um, from a couple of people, they were like, yeah, I didn't know how to read music, but then I learned how to read music real fast because right. I had to for to. Voices of Liberty because it's right. so technical. Meticulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to tell, obviously, because you are, how long have you been here now? Um, so I've kind of been on and off in, in Orlando for about four years because I started on my college program. I was a lifeguard. You know, I did that whole thing. And then I left, um, was actually, I, I left to become a, was going to become a lawyer. That was my, you know, what I wanted to do. So it's like I an left. entertainment lawyer, though, right? Yeah, like an entertainment, criminal defense. You know, my father's a, a criminal defense attorney. So after I left my college program, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I moved home. I worked as a paralegal for like 10 months and then realized, hey, I really miss Disney and I miss the atmosphere and I miss Orlando and I miss entertaining. So I was like, let me just get my foot in the door, come back down here. I did 10 months later. I worked at Kilimanjaro Safaris, which let me tell Shout you, was out. a blast. It really was. <laughs> I, it, that definitely was probably the best job that I had in Frontline here mm-hmm. uh, at Disney. Mm-hmm. And then um, I actually was there from, so I started my college program in 2016 and then left 2017. 2018, uh, the summer of 2018, I came back and that's when I started at Kilimanjaro in June. And then I had to leave in September because I got onto American Idol. So I had casual. Been ca- <laughs> it's been like this back and forth kind of thing with the company that I really wanted to be in entertainment, but the only way to kind of start in entertainment was to start from the bottom and to work your way up. And not, hey. it wasn't necessarily like the bottom bottom, but it was a start somewhere. So I did American Idol. I was there from September to November and did all of that with them. So I had to, again, separate from the company because mm-hmm. Disney owns ABC and it was just a whole, you can't do that. So after I left um, Idol in November, I was sitting in the airport. I was like, what am I going to do with my life? I have no idea. I want to be an entertainer. I want to sing. Like, that's my dream. Like, I don't want to do anything else. I'm 26 years old. I don't want, I don't want to throw it away right now because, mm-hmm. you know, eventually I'm never going to be able to do this again. Mm-hmm. Or not never, but I'm going to get to an age where it's going to be harder, harder to do it. So I'm sitting in the airport. The, literally the day I was coming home from all of that and said, what does Disney have to offer? And the next morning at like 9.30, I'm like sitting in the airport at like two in the afternoon, three in the afternoon, I got home really, really late and Move It, Shake It, Mouska Dance had had their auditions. The following day, like 9.30 in the morning, I wore the same exact clothes and I wore to the audition the day before for Idol and I booked Mouska Dance. So yeah. it kind of was like one door shut completely in my face and a new one opened, and I haven't been happier. So nice. that is my journey Amazing. here in Orlando, here in O-Town. Shannon. O-Town. <laughs> um, so after I finished AMDA, I started auditioning and working regionally. Um, and I did a couple of shows uh, in Ohio. I worked a little bit regionally, and I just found that um, to work in theater and live in New York, you basically have to leave New York. Um, at this point, I didn't have my equity card. So there wasn't a real opportunity to be auditioning for uh, Broadway shows at this time. Um, So I went back to New York, and I had 
been doing a summer show, and so I missed the auditions for all the holiday stuff. So the show that had me out there for the summer, it was a dinner theater in Ohio, had me back out for their Christmas show. And when I came back, that's when I had missed the auditions. So I had a friend who was trying to open up a theater in Florida, and he asked me to come down here and work for just a few months, just like short term, uh-huh. and help him get this started. So I was like, well, sure, whatever. I'm not going to sit in New York. I might as well go down for the summer and hang out in Florida. For the so summer. I, yeah, Famous so exactly. Words. So I got down here. I got a sublet over by UCF, and um, I ended up really liking it. And I got in with uh, Seaside Music Theater in Daytona. And that was a huge, it's since closed, but that was a huge equity house. And they brought in a lot of like Broadway performers. And um, that's where I started working pretty much full time. And that's where I took my equity card. Nice. And um, was there pretty much consistently for a few years. And then when they closed, I was like, here I am with this equity card. And I live in Florida. And now I'm like committed to my life here and my friends. And I really liked it down here. And I knew... At that point, I knew I didn't want to go back to New York and, like, get back on the grind. I mm-hmm. love that in Florida you can, specifically Central Florida, you can work and do what we love for a living and make money and not have to do everything else. I mean, you can. A lot of people have other jobs to make more money and to do other things mm-hmm. and to travel, but it's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's not a necessity. Right. And I am a homebody. I like to have a home. Mm-hmm. I like to drive my car to Target. Like, <laughs> and you don't realize until you can't do that that that's like something, something that you'll you truly like miss and, and love. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to stay here, and I thought, well, I have this equity card, and there's that Disney over there. And I didn't really know a lot about Disney at the time. And so I, I like Erica, was fortunate. An audition just happened to be posted when it was a good time for me. And I went and um, I booked it off the first audition, which never, ever happens. And I know how fortunate I am that that happened to me. And I booked it as a sub. And then um, the person who was in the contract uh, went on a cruise ship. And so I was able to get a full-time contract from that. Oh, and so wow. I, had a, I had a lot easier time getting into Disney than a lot of other people do. And I don't take that for granted. Uh-huh. I am still there full-time. And I've been there for 10 years. And I That's literally amazing. wake up like thanking my lucky stars every single day for my amazing job and how grateful I am to do what I love for a living yeah. every day. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a life changer for me. Then I met this guy and married him, so. <laughs> that's, that's me. That's not some random guy sitting, she's sitting my next story. to. my story. Random guy um, came out of the elevator. And- so um, thank you guys for obviously sitting down and talk, uh, talking. Um, real quick, just to wrap, to wrap up this section, um, What's one piece of advice that you would give to uh, an aspiring performer um, wanting to, you know, maybe New York or LA is not right for them, or they're not, or it is right for them, they're just not ready to go there yet. What would you say to them? I would say don't limit your opportunities. No matter if it's a community theater, no matter if it's a large theater, no matter where you have the opportunity to take the experience, I would say take it. Because every opportunity is a golden opportunity because you may learn something at a theater from someone else that you would have never learned in a theater that you thought you were, I guess, ready for. And you may walk into a theater one day or a show or something of that nature and just feel like, wow, I'm not ready for this. So any opportunity that comes your way, no matter how small or how big it is, take it because you don't know where it's going to lead. And just my thing is just say yes. Just always say yes. Love it. I like that. Go ahead, Shannon. I like that, too. Um, 
Okay, yes, my advice would be to be kind. Be kind to everyone because, well, I said two things. Um, you never know. You never know who you're going to meet later on in life. And it pays to be kind because you just don't know what situation you're going to be put in with any person. Um, and even more than that, just be kind to people because you never know when someone's having a bad day or you're just coming across someone. Like in the Disney world, we have people in the entertainment department who are characters and then you have your equity performers and then you have your musicians who are in the musicians union and everybody that you come in contact with is doing a job and you don't know how many parades they've had to do or how many times they've had to put on a fur head or how many times they've had to belt out that high E after being up late the night before doing a band gig. Everybody's going through something and I think it just pays in this community to be kind to each other and um, uh, I do want to add to that, and I, I think it's also super. We're going to hear it all night. We've heard that so many times. Uh, I also want to add and say that um, on top of that, it also uh, the reason you're being kind to them is because that that eeky guy who who was friends with Pluto and who was super rude to you, and so you decided to be rude back, may end up being the casting director. Well, that's what I was later saying. The first part the is like right. I was saying, you just never know how you could end up meeting someone later on in life, and it pays to be right. kind. Right? No, I was just clarifying that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, hey, thank you guys, uh, and we obviously should have you guys just for a full episode because I think yes. it would be fun. Um, but you guys are awesome, and thank you so much. Go have a drink. Go have a drink. Go yes, go sing. Go. Are you guys gonna sing later? No. <laughs> You're Maybe. not gonna sing. Shannon's like, Actually, Amy note. Martin Cole is here, so we might sing "Feed the Birds" when she's done with um ragtime. She's going to see ragtime right now. Oh my god! Wait. Okay, that's cute. What time does that end? Oh, it might end after. Oh man, I was like, Ooh, I, I just would, got out of it. I would love to have Amy Martin on here. She's awesome. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Oh, later. she's coming. She said she'll come out here and talk to you. Oh really? But it depends what time it yeah. is. <laughs> we can't be out here until midnight. All right. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you. All right, and we're back with uh, a good friend of mine. She, I found her at Pilar's. You want to introduce yourself? You did. Hi, my name is Cheryl Ann Sanders. Um, I've been in the Orlando area for just over nine years now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I moved here in 2010. I quite literally ran away and joined the circus. <laughs> that is so? my, that's my parents, actually, no lie, that's my parents' favorite story to tell all of their friends. And I, I like to remind my father, you do mention that it was Cirque du Soleil, right? And not just like some random carnival somewhere. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I no. don't. I'm like, it's okay, much great. That way. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah. So you did, you did Cirque du Soleil for how long? I did. I moved here in 2010 and I joined, um, that was the reason for the move. So I joined that show in April of 2010 and I was there. Till it closed. Which is the Cirque du Soleil, La Nuba, La at, Dis Nuba. at Disney, or down where was it Downtown Disney when it started? Uh, it started out as Downtown Disney, and then we became Disney Springs with them. Right. And then when we closed, I think two years ago now is when we closed. Wow, wow. that's it's been a long time. Dude. But yeah, I was there. Ten shows a week, 470 shows a year for about about eight years. Insane. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So. What was your favorite part about the show? Um, you know, that was the longest contract I've ever had as a performer. Um, and I think what made it so wonderful was that 
it truly solidified the fact that live theater, anything can happen, anything will happen, and anything does happen. Right. Um, and everything happens. And especially with that show, we did, like I said, we did two shows a night, ten shows a week, and it was never the same show. Mm -hmm. Depending on acrobats getting injured or changing up the act or people coming in and out being sick, like, it was just never the same show. So truly, as coming at it from that, like, creative, artistic point, it was like, okay, find the through line no matter what. Yeah. Like, an entire act is cut because we don't have the, enough people to do it. Okay, wow. find the through line. Change your story. Right. Um, so it was just the, the pure challenge of keeping it fresh yeah. for all of those performances. And truly, no lie, I found moments in the show every single night that made me, that I didn't have to act. I mean, my job was pretty much sitting there being in awe and applauding my amazingly talented friends. And I found moments every single show that I was like, wow, really, that happens? When did they, when did they start doing that? So it was, <laughs> it was, I say it was the best job in the entire world, and I also say it was probably one of the, my easiest jobs in the entire world um, artistically because mm -hmm. I didn't have to work hard to create that sense of awe. So describe your role. Um, so I played a role called the cleaning lady. She had a name. Her name was La, La Petite Madame, Virginia. And um, a set, I don't know if anybody remembers the Drew Carey show. Yes. From yes. back in the day. Um, picture Mimi. Yeah. In a Moo Moo. <laughs> um, and that was me. Yeah. Um, I played the cleaning lady who, the doors open. I was the first, first character that you saw. Uh -huh. And she gets swept away by all of these magical creatures and that sense of magic and creating a story. And it's, it was really a story about what if. Um, and she took a chance. She let herself dream. Yeah. O-Town Dreamer. She was, Come a, on she, now. was she was an OG O-Town Dreamer. <laughs> and um, you know, I kissed an imaginary frog every night and turned into a princess ten times a week. So oh. what's better than that? So how does one run away to the circus? <laughs> like no and I mean that. Legit. Like, that like, is like, that what, is a legit question. What, what was your process to run away to the circus? So this is <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love it when people ask me this question because then, but I also kind of hate it. My journey to the circus was probably not like anybody else's journey to the circus. Um, you guys and I, we all know that entertainment is such a small, small world um, and connections are made left and right. Um, I actually was performing at a small theater just south of Chicago and I made friends with our tech director. And her and I became really good friends. We stayed friends for many years. She ran away to the circus first and joined a tour called Verakai uh, from Cirque du Soleil. And she messaged me one year out of the blue and was like, hey, by the way, you may be getting a call from casting uh, at CDS. And Wait, where are you from? Me? I'm originally from southern Indiana. Okay, you said cool, and I was cool. like, uh-oh. Sorry. Um, I know, sometimes my accents are all over the place. That's what happens when you work with, like, an international cast right. for so many oh, years. There you, go. you completely lose your own accent and pick up 18 others. Yes. Um, Sorry, you were saying? <laughs> so I made friends with her, and she ran away and joined the circus first as, like, a props master, a props mistress, like, head carpenter kind of thing. Um, and she submitted my stuff to all of her friends and casting there at the show. They were needing a replacement character for the European tour of Arakai. And they called, and, and no lie, like two weeks after she messaged me, they called and said, are you interested in joining us on tour? Mm -hmm. And part of me was very confused. I, at this point in my life, I was solely musical theater. I have sure. a BFA in musical theater from Webster Conservatory. And I was like, I have nothing, I'm not a clown. 
I'm not a contortionist. I have nothing to offer the circus. Um, and she was like, no, you're perfect for this character. I watched the video and I was like, yeah, that's, you know, that's really great. Um, but I ended up turning it down because it was, they called on the very first day of my rehearsal for Hairspray. And oh. it was like this huge dream role sure. with the original, with one of the members of the original Broadway company. We were doing all the original choreography. Like we were, it was, I was oh, on the yeah. list to go in as a Broadway replacement. I was like, I can't up and leave the country and run away and join the circus. So I politely declined. Mm -hmm. And once you're in the database with CDS casting, then they just keep calling you if there's something that they feel like you're right for. Right. That's awesome. So they ended up calling me for a couple of things in Vegas, and it was never the right timing, um, knee surgeries, just always something else happening. And then finally they were like, we are looking at you for a show in Orlando. Would you come to Chicago and just meet us? Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And I was like, I could, I could live in Orlando. Yeah. I could live in Orlando. And so it all happened so fast. That happened. They called me for that um, the week between Christmas and New Year. I went to Chicago and made a weekend out of it. I had plenty of friends that lived there. I was like, nothing's going to come of this. So I'll just go up and have some fun. <laughs> um, the audition was so far out of my like comfort zone. How so? Um, they were doing a lot of like improv stuff, which at the time was not my forte. Sure. Um, and they were doing a lot of like strange character things. It was like, okay, pick an animal, be that animal 100%. And then like as this um, exercise went through, it was like, okay, now you're that animal 70% and human 30%. I and it was hate like, those games. And, it was so, and then find a task, <laughs> find a daily task. And so me, I, you know, you get stuck in your head and you're like, is this the right choice? And at one point I was... I was 50% penguin, 50% human being trying to put in my contact lenses. You know, like it just wasn't, I wasn't doing well. <laughs> um, That's so interesting. I wasn't doing well. I was bombing and they knew it. I knew it. And they kept making cuts and I kept sticking around. And six hours later, they were finally like, okay, we're going to do our uh, prepared, whatever you've prepared, your two minute solo thing. And I was like hold up nobody told me that I had to prepare anything like a good musical theater student I show up with like a binder and like my tap shoes right and um, nothing else and they were like no 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 we have something specific planned for you and it was the character here in La Nuba it was, it was the cleaning lady so I got to dance around with the broom a broomstick right and they kind of talked me through it again I bombed I was terrible at it um, and the casting director at the time he was so lovely and he said you're really out, you're really feeling outside of your of your comfort zone. And I said, I can't even see my comfort zone <laughs> at this point. Like y'all have challenged me so much. Um, and he said, you you're a singer. And I said, at this point, I don't know what I'm good at, but yeah, I'd like to think that I'm a singer. And he said, okay, sing something for us. So like a good little musical theater student I was, um, I had my tracks on my iPhone. Right. And he played that. I got to sing a little like audition cut for him. And he said, okay, great. Now don't do anything, but pick up the broomstick again. And I redid it again. This time I was connected. I was in my zone. I was in my place. Yeah. And they hired me from that one moment. So wow. it just, and then they like, that was in, that was between Christmas and New Year's. Um, right after New Year's, I flew here to Orlando for an onstage kind of like fitting callback kind of thing. And then, um, by the middle of January, I had a contract. Wow. Yeah. What a that's fun story. Cool. Yeah, it just came out of the blue. Like, it landed in my lap, and that's not normal. <laughs> no, 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 for sure. So, that's yeah. That's awesome. So, before we, we wrap this up, because you're running low, girl, on your drink, <laughs> um, uh, 
obviously, you know, you've been around this Central Florida uh, uh, entertainment community. Yeah. Uh, just in, in a quick couple sentences, just tell me something that you love about it and uh, something that you want that you want to tell other people about. Well, being here, moving here for the circus and being in that environment for so long, um, I was really in that circus bubble. And so sure. it wasn't really until the show closed that I got to come out and start to see what that Central Florida Community Arts um, family was was available to me, what was out there, what was going on. Yeah. Um, and I came here to Polaris, and I it was like a whole other family, which really helped that whole... Lanuba's closing. Everybody that you know right, in Florida is gap. leaving you. <laughs> um, you know, but my fiance, which I met at the show. Um, oh my I goodness! Know. I just uh, I just met him earlier. Yes, couple, uh, not, Keith, I mean, yes. couple months ago. He's amazing. Um, so that was finding these little families here and there was amazing. And through just through Pilar's itself, through this Thursday night, I have this whole other family. I've booked a couple of gigs with Billy and with Sterling, some industrials that we did. Um, I saw know, that. It was the, the Greatest Showman The thing. Greatest Showman, yes. The Bearded Lady. Come on now. That's come on, awesome. Come on. Um, so it's been nice to, I like to say that I'm in retirement now from, from the business. You spend over 25 years in the business. You're too young for retirement. Week, so like, when I call I'm you, tired. you better pick up. <laughs> but it's, no, it's nice now having these connections, seeing friends that are doing all these amazing things, um, and being able to, to kind of pick and choose what I what I want to do and what totally. interests me, well, like what feeds my creative soul now. Yes. Um, which before it was like you. That was the other um, difficult thing about Lanuba was that you I, you started to to lose that like creative edge. Sure. Um, that that many performances over that long of a time. So right. now it's finding those projects that just speak to your soul. Yeah. And there's so much available here that I'm finding out uh-huh. and slowly kind of like maybe putting like a pinky toe in or being like, hi, you don't know me. Um, but I, you know, I've gone to a couple of auditions and they were like, where have you been? And I was like, I was at the circus. And they're like, okay, Great well line. now oh, we know you. Great line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're like, okay, well now we know you. So, you know, come back and, and so I don't know, we're just, it's nice being able to have so many outlets and have so many people doing so many different things that I can put feelers out. I can have this community and stay in touch with everybody. Um, but do it on my time. Amen. Totally. Oh, my god. I love that. Love well, it. You know, you get to a certain age and you're like, I don't need to be going to uh, a cattle call. Right. I don't, I'm not going to sit through a dance audition Good for when you. I know they're going to type me out. You know, like there's just things that you get to a certain age and you know you're not interested in. You know you don't fit it. So I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to waste your time across the table. Good like, for you. I don't know. I think that comes with... I don't know, either wisdom or stubbornness or <laughs> just being tired and broken after yeah. all these years. Just knowing how much your time is worth. Right, yeah. It, and that's the thing, self-worth, which mm-hmm. is really a really hard thing to learn or to cultivate cultivate and hold on to when you're yeah. in a business that is so personal, that is so um, just on you all the time. Yeah. When, you're, when you're in a business that says no constantly, it's nice for you to be the one that says yes. That's yeah. amazing. Well, so thank you for doing this. Well, thank you for dragging me out of there. <laughs> I literally, I was, I was like, girl, you're coming out here right now. I need to talk to you. I'd love you to know. do a full episode in the future with you. Oh, my God. Sure. You, you, know, you got my number. You know where to find me. Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Hey, thank you. I thank appreciate you. Thank you. It was nice meeting y'all. Yeah, I'll see yes. you soon. You will. Bye. Bye.
All right, we are here with Sir Donald Spencer. Sir Donald. Uh, he is... Uh, actually, no, I'm, I'll let you introduce yourself. You want to talk? Yes. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Donald Spencer. Yeah, he, he emerged from the depths of Pilar with his martini to come out and say hello. Yes, I did. Just give us a couple sentences, like who you are, what you do, what, what, are your, what, you're, what you're about, your favorite color, your favorite ice cream, your, your, oh your astrological sign. I'm your kidding. Social security <laughs> number, your social security, social security number, number, all of it. Well, I'm Donald Spencer. I've lived in Orlando for about 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. Um, I've worked for Disney for 10 years, too, full-time as a character performer. Um, I've been involved in amazing um, creative processes with Disney that have allowed me to uh, grow as an artist and a director now. Um, I own my own theater company, uh, Modern Theatricals, which we do shows at Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. And yeah, and that company is um, a new developed company, but it's also a company that um, allows local writers to um, show off and showcase their work. Yeah. You just fin- you just did a, I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm forgetting the name, a Peter Pan kind of deal. Yes, it's was called Lost Boy. Lost Boy. Mm-hmm. How did it, was that, a, it was a prequel to uh, Peter Pan, and it was to show the story of Hook and his backstory. Yeah, I'm just like, like my big question about that is like, why didn't you reach out to me? Like, why wasn't I cast? Like, that was, <gasps> that's like, I looked at it. Someone and I, likes the rep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're, you're right. Um, get it, get out of here. Um, no, but that's awesome. Uh, do you have any like upcoming projects like with that company happening that you're allowed to talk about? Um, yes, we're actually writing a, a sequel to Pinocchio. <gasps> Um, we are also writing a, um, a new original story. I can't really talk about it too much, but it has to do with dragons. And uh, we will be having big dragon puppets on stage. <gasps> wow. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, what, is it, what is it called? Uh, oh, Dragon Tales. Mm-hmm. It's, so yes. it's, it's, dra- it's, it's Dragon. Actually, Pete's Dragon. Pete's Dragon. Dragon, yeah. dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so tell me about a little bit about your like your Orlando journey. Like uh, you don't have to tell mm-hmm. me your whole Orlando thing. journey. But like you know, obviously. Well, what- I started out in um, Universal Studios. I did character at Halloween Horror Nights. Sure. So I met some people doing that. Um, I did Macy's right after that. The Macy's Day Thanksgiving Day Parade that they have there as well. Right. And then from there, I. Um, met some other like good you know connections, and then was able to get full time with the dis with Disney um, with the Diz with the with Diz, the Diz. <laughs> um, which then I met you during our first what rehearsal for no it was a workshop it was for, a workshop for yeah, puppetry for the puppetry yeah uh, Geppetto's Geppetto's workshop I what, forgot the name we learned about yeah it was called Geppetto's that's mm-hmm. right. Which they don't have anymore. I know. So back in the day, uh, they used to do in order in order to like weed out the 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 non talented, mm-hmm. if you will. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> as sips drink. <laughs> um, uh, they used to do like workshops and uh, where they would teach you every show uh, mm-hmm. that involved this particular skill on property. They so, would teach you like a scene or yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, wow. in to our see. case, it was puppetry. So we did. Um, uh, Little Mermaid, yeah. Playhouse, Disney. Yeah, Playhouse Disney. What was the? There was a third one. Um, I I don't remember. 
I think we did a lot of mermaids. I feel honest. like it was Muppets. Maybe Muppets. I didn't do Muppets. No, I don't know. But either way, they, and and then at the at the end of this like week, you know, like mm-hmm. workshop, they would go, okay, cool. We want you for this, you for this, you for this, mm-hmm. you for this, and the rest maybe not. Yeah. And uh, and then there were some that yeah didn't get it. Didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's but not true. The reason I didn't get it is because I was actually like 17 years old, and I was like, "Hey, rehearsals start he tomorrow at at, <laughs> at 8 a.m." And I was like, "I'm in school." They're like, "You're in what?" <laughs> so it's fine, whatever. It's like an itty bitty internship almost. Itty bitty mm-hmm. internship, yeah. But that's where we met. Um, yeah. Uh, so as far as Orlando goes, you know what? You know, do you? Tell me your thoughts about the Orlando entertainment industry. Like, I think it's great. Um, I think we have a lot of opportunities out there and good shows that happen that I've been able to witness and and see and and good um, companies. I think what I worry for our area is sometimes it getting oversaturated with the same shows. Yes. That's my big fear because I witness that a lot of the companies tend to pick and almost compete against each other with the same exact show which props to you for and that's finding original stuff. yes yeah. exactly oh, good very for you good. very good yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but um are you originally from here i'm from atlanta georgia oh okay mm-hmm. what what brought you down to orlando um i've always wanted to work for disney yeah i think that that was that was one because i wanted to do imagineering and more of the creative of the directing yeah. and stuff like that so it's just kind of working my time, you know? Yeah. Um, 10 years I've worked here, like I said, but I figured that I'd work 10 years with the company as a performer and learn my connections and then move on from there. Yeah, so. yeah. And that's what I plan to do. Do you have an end goal? Uh, end goal for Disney? For, or just for, for life. Any, for, for, life. Uh, for, or, just, for Orlando or you or I whatever. Do, I actually have a big project and a big plan for my company. Sure. Um, my... I, call it you know the 10-year plan or whatever but there is a big goal to own and to start a community that will allow um, me to do my work there Amazing. I don't I don't want to say too much about it you don't have to I have a, a thing you know <laughs> that I'm working on sure yeah. sure totally. Be- because if you say it someone will take it mm-hmm. because shady shady people up yep, in but here. I definitely do have a plan Amazing. Nice. Amazing. Uh, if you have one piece of advice uh, we'll wrap this up if you have one piece of advice to give to um, Dave from Texas who wants to be a performer but he doesn't know if he should go to LA or New York because it seems really intimidating or Orlando like what's what, what give, give him some advice I do think Orlando is a good way to start out um, in the industry for sure and there's a lot of people you meet very quickly which then allows you to make other connections very fast right and then uh, if you're looking you know to work in the area or like work in the business I think it's a good place to start out for sure and then, you know, with Disney, we offer the equity starting out right, you know, right in. As long as you, um, you know, make the, the equity auditions, I feel like that's a great opportunity right there. Absolutely. You know, so. Awesome. Well, yeah. hey, thanks, Donald, for being here. Thank you. Thank you. And for coming guys. out and for drinking. Are uh, you going to get up and sing later? Maybe. What are you going to sing? I'm, I might need a couple more martinis. <laughs> we'll make that happen. Awesome. Thanks, Donald. Thank you. So uh, Eric and I, Erica and I just got a, a little chance to uh, <laughs> enjoy enjoy singing here at o- uh, Open Mic Night at Pilar's. Yes. 
And I got to experience both of it, both of them. <laughs> and Lord have mercy, y'all. Um, uh, did you did you take what did you, did you uh, Donald? Will you t- send uh, one of us Erica's video? Yeah, yeah, because you took video of me, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll post both of our videos on Instagram just for funsies. No, not the videos. Yeah. I sang the same verse five times. Well, well, it's only going to be like a small snippet. Oh, okay, great. It's a small snippet. It's a little small snippet. I'm good with this little small snippet. (laughs) Oh, she's had three martinis. Um, Yeah, no, we'll... uh, whole martinis. Well, well, but uh, how'd you feel? How'd you feel? It was fun. I just realized that I don't... My voice doesn't do things that I wanted to do when I have a martini. No, but what's great about Kelly is that he'll... What didn't it do? (laughs) Good Lord. But he'll follow you, though, which is awesome. Who? Kelly, uh, the pianist. He'll follow me? Oh. Like, 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 you know, if you start to slow things down on the piano. Yeah, yeah. He's going to follow me around. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He's not going to follow follow me around around all night. No, but that's what's going to happen. No, but you sounded great. It was awesome. And you sounded great as always. Thank you. Donald, how'd you feel about us? Donald, tell me the truth. It could have been better. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. It sounded amazing. No, but actually, that's uh, just a, that's our small commercial for Polaris. We just wanted to say how fun this is and how cool. How thankful we are to ha- let them to have them host us. Yeah, yeah, and it's just a it's a really cool environment to have, you know, professional equity singers go up there and sing some fun it's stuff. It's fun. Absolutely, and it's fun. I love. I personally love to do like karaoke and like I know some singers are like ew I don't like to do it but I'm like it's an opportunity to do music that you would never do right like fun things that you could do with your friends Mm -hmm. especially singer friends I think it's so much fun because you can yeah just have fun and just have fun honestly (laughs) that's right and we got more people showing up Hey, it's Sage, your friendly O-Town dreamer. Uh, Because we got so much great content uh, from Polar's, it was awesome, Polar's Polar's Open Mic Night. Uh, We have to split this episode into two parts, or this would be such a huge episode. Um, So this is where this episode ends, but don't worry, next week part two uh, comes out, and we talk to even more people, uh, even some people from previous episodes revisit us, uh, and, and, and it's awesome. Uh, but real quick, I did want to talk about some breaking uh, breaking Orlando Entertainment news. I'm the, I won't do the whole music cue right now, but uh, it was just released today that on October 5th, it will be the last day for some really essential shows at Disney World that people have kind of grown to love. So, uh, you know, Really, this is, you know, if you're a fan of the parks, that's for you. But it's it's also, you know, for all the fellow performers that are listening uh, who are losing their jobs, uh, that, you know, our heart goes out to you. But if we know Orlando performers, there's always, uh, that you guys always land on your feet and there's always something uh, that's coming down the line that you guys obviously nail every stinking time. So... Uh, but but for everybody that doesn't know, uh, as of October 5th, the Royal Majesty Makers will no longer be in uh, at Magic Kingdom. Um, so we, we will miss, you know, Tobias and uh, Lady Llewellyn, all those kind of people, because they, they did the, um, the show uh, that opened up the Magic Kingdom and that you could see them in Fantasyland, just, you know, finding heroes, doing the Sword in the Stone bit, really cool. Uh, also, October 5th, uh, the Muppets Great Moments in History closes as well, which 
I, I don't know what's happening. Um, I don't know. Disney uh, Disney doesn't really know what to quite do with the Muppets because also the the Muppets short series that was coming to uh, Disney Plus that's also not happening. So it feels like kind of the Muppets are slowly slowly going away, which is a huge bummer. But uh, to all those puppeteers and uh, all the actors that played JJ. Um, keep doing your thing. You guys are awesome. To all the Royal Majesty makers, keep doing your thing. You guys are awesome. Also, uh, I did. Uh, I the, the name escapes me, but um, another cutback that I did here is that they're doing uh, the the ladies who do um, the stilt walker over at uh, at like the Vine stilt walker over at Animal Kingdom. The name escapes me right now, but they have also been cut, and they are such a staple over at Animal Kingdom. So. It's, um, it's crazy. So uh, to all the, I think they're called maybe Eve. I'm so bad at this. Uh, but please, absolutely, um, our heart goes out to you guys. And you, I know you guys will keep killing it. So uh, I guess I'll do a sign-off without Christina. It feels really weird, though. Um, if you want to email us directly, uh, reach, us, reach out to us at otowndreamers at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook at o-towndreamers. Uh, Gmail, uh, right, O dash town. There's no Gmail there. It's O dash town dreamers or Instagram O town dreamers, all one word. Um, uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please review us. Um, review us. Leave us a review down below, or you know, or give us uh, give us a rating. That's kind of the only way people can find us and uh, how we know you guys like what we're doing. Um, yeah. So I feel so weird doing this by myself. Hey. Uh, all right. You know what? I'll see you in part two. We dream for a living. Yeah, this 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 doesn't feel right.